When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Of Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Write this down. It is a write that down Wednesday here on Mackie and Judd, where we make fools of ourselves by putting statistics next to our predictions. The only sports show in America with cojones enough to actually do such a thing. Presented this week by our friends at Summit Orthopedics. So. Uh, if your ego is bruised, I don't think they can help you. But if you have pain in like your ankles, your back, your elbows, knees, whatever it may be, Summit Orthopedics is here. No referrals are needed. Same day appointments available and walk-in orthopedic urgent care seven days a week starting at 8 o'clock in the morning. 25 locations in the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota. And they have over 150 expert physicians and physical therapists. Learn more at summitortho.com. Gentlemen. Write it down. You like writing things down. How are we feeling here today? Are we feeling uh, lucky? Boy, I don't, you know what? I don't really have a feel for, for this today. I'm trying to think of what's coming off the board for this for me. And I, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm up in the air on this one. Like the football one we're in, you know, that one right now, it's like, okay, I know some, like two or three things are going to come off the board per week, but. Yeah, but you kind of sometimes you'll just like spaz out and make a random Texas Rangers prediction. And it's like, you don't even know what's out there sometimes for you. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. I just have no feel yeah. for it. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. There's I don't like know. There's like a loons prediction lurking around the corner. I don't <laughs> know. Well, you know what? I should have had a few. They'll miss the playoffs. The gaffer will get fired. I'd look pretty damn good right now. I don't think it's that I spaz out. It's that I'm looking to really span the wide world of sports. Some Bundesliga predictions that you forgot about two years ago. That's what we had to do during the pandemic, man. <laughs> Those La Liga predictions. Yeah. So, well, we'll start with the accountability session here, but here's how it works. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. Those are the, the parameters here. We keep track of batting averages and home runs statistically. And if you want to be a guest listener participant here and make your predictions like Kyle is about to for the first time, you can send us a message through the Score North app. Send it to Declan. There's a feedback tab, and we will get you scheduled here going forward. So, all right, three things came off the board for Judd. You said Thad Levine will get a second interview with the Red Sox, but he will not get the job. I think he yep. only got the one interview. I think No, I think you're right. Yes, I thought of this immediately. No, I think that's exactly right. So he's uh, he was rejected. They were told. They, they told him. You aren't good enough you to be are, the Red Sox. You Pobo. are the biggest loser for GM. Go back to the to the Twins and pinch your pennies with the Polads. Um, the Phillies will beat the Rangers in the World Series. 
Do you know what that one is? That is, and, and we talked about this last week, that is the karma gods of write that down. Because if you recall at that point in time, when I predicted it, it looked like a shoe in that they'd both make the World Series. Yeah. Well, the, car, the, the, the karma gods came to get Declan later too for a similar yeah, prediction. They did. They did. The I, Phillies I, I, for I sure. I think that's more of a, you know, the state of baseball playoffs, but yeah, we can go with karma gods too. That, that also the karma gods don't like the karma gods don't like hottie. Well, they don't like when you aggressively hunt for no. uh, a hit, so, yeah. right? Yeah. Sometimes yeah, you get overconfident, you get cocky, but then on the flip side here for baseball, like it is kind of baseball being baseball, but this is yeah. going to be perhaps the least interesting world series in the history of baseball. Is that a high, is it hyperbole to say that, that this is the least interesting world series in the history of baseball? It, I, I think you know it, for, is... for like deep baseball fans, I think they like it, but I think for the common fan, this is, and the network TV, this is yes, a disastrous situation. I don't think the deep baseball fan likes Arizona. I, I think Arizona is one of the most nondescript teams. Do you it know is. what this is guys? And, and just to be clear here, baseball is not in a crisis of, of its game. Now I actually think that they've made some good changes, but this is the equivalent to me of early two thousands NBA finals. When the oh, Nets the were Nets making and it, the, Sp- the Spurs before the, they were the Spurs, uh, right? Yes. Yeah. And and I was like, I'm not, you know, I was like, I'm not going to watch this. The, it was pretty much the Spurs versus everyone. The Spurs, Jeff, what, the, the Spurs, Nets, the Spurs, Pistons. Joe, what was the last cup before the lockout? It wasn't like Flames and it was, and Tampa, and it's one of the worst. Cu- oh, oh my God, was it awful? Yeah, yeah, it was bad. That's a good one. What was and the one was, the o- the Oilers were in? Was that the year before? Um, Oilers and Red Wings? Or... Oh, no, hur- Hurricanes. Uh, hurricanes. Oilers oh, and Hurricanes. And Carolina won it. <laughs> and Dwayne Rollison was playing goal. But the problem, but, but where I feel bad for baseball is they've actually got their rules right. Like, they've done a pretty damn good job there. And so now it's going to be like the first World Series with the new rules. And to Phil's point, no one's going to be watching. Okay, this is the brilliance of the NFL. Can you name a Super Bowl that would be a dud? Mm, that would be a dud. Interesting. The closest I can think of historically was 2008 when the Kurt Warner, Larry Fitzgerald, like nine or 10 win Cardinals. But that game went up that, against the Steelers, but it was but still like was, Kurt Warner was, and Larry Fitzgerald. It was and the a Steelers fantastic and game. Awesome too. The, mm-hmm. one, the one that I can give you that was a dud and, and it oh. wasn't the winning team's fault. I think it was the 94. Was was it Chargers Niners? And yeah, it was, but it was, and the that Chargers was still like a dynasty Niners team. Um, but no. the Chargers didn't belong there, and it's like, oh my god, I don't want to watch the Chargers play the Niners. But yeah. it's very rare. To your Seahawks point. Steelers, that Super Bowl stunk. That but but even like, so, like going in, you thought it stunk. Or yes. yeah, I, I suppose like the game was like actually... Matt Hasselback, like a young Ben Roth. Like the Steelers are a legacy, but like eh, meh. The I Super think Bowl... this year of the teams that like if the Lions got there, that would be awesome. That'd be cool, yeah. right? But the but the Super Bowl for for build up purposes mm-hmm. is bad proof. Yeah, it's yeah. bad proof. Yeah, it's like crazy. like like I don't think there's any one where you where anyone would seriously say, you know what, I'm not going to watch that game. You did say Gophers Iowa would go under the 30 points. I think 30 and a half was the number. You said they go under 30 points. So you got that one. All right. I said LeBron James will not retire, which he didn't. And the Lakers will acquire Kyrie Irving before the first game of this regular season. So that didn't. which LeBron wishes that they had. Phil, I saw your retweet of the D-Lo LeBron discussion. Did you see that? I think yeah, that was clipped out of context a little bit. I think the discussion happened after the three. 
But LeBron right. James had to pull D'Lo aside and be like, hey, man, when we run this action at the top of the key, give me the ball. <laughs> D'Lo's like, got it. Sounds good. And he's just ignoring it, launching up contested threes. I said Gophers Iowa would go under 21 points. Turned out to be 22 points. Oh, yeah. oh my point. God. But in one of the great mm-hmm. tape measure home run shots in the history of write that down. Absolutely. I told you on the record that one of these two teams would score exactly 12 points. It just kind of felt like that type of game. And then I floated off the record. I could see like a 12 to 10 finish to this game. And those things happen. So <laughs> every once in a while, someone gets someone gets one on this show. That's a great. That was unbelievable. And, and Twitter lit up Saturday after the game. It was hilarious. A lot of people, I you know, the people that listen to the podcast, and once they got to 12, and I was sitting on my couch, I'm like, okay, so I want them to win. But I also, I really more just want them to stay on 12. So if Iowa could just, like, keep the ball here, see what happens. For the 2024 campaign, I could see, when, when we're done with this session, I could see adding a grand slam home run category. We'd have to find a way to kind of quantify that. But I mean, this is, yeah. but I think it's quantifiable where like, like this is a grand slam home run. We used like to have you, doubles, triples and home runs. Yeah. That's yeah. too much work. No, no, okay. no. But I'm just saying like a grand slam would not be hard. And I think we all could agree. Like that's a grand slam right there. Yeah. It would, it would have, it's, it's all sort of the field test, right? It's like, is yeah. it, is it pretty unlikely? Is kind of our, that field. shot right there. Is not in the flower pot. It would be it would tepid the home run category. Like I think we lower the bar for home run, which I guess like isn't the worst thing, but it would lower the bar for home run. I don't know. And then there'd just be like that random season of write that down where the ball was juiced. We added the grand slam category. Now everyone's got 30 30 home runs and two grand slams. It it just feels to me like a prediction like that should be given more than than like when we vote on on a home run and it's borderline. We're like, okay, yeah. It barely cleared the fence. I mean, you called the points. I do feel like it should be celebrated grandly. Yes. Yes. Let's nice more work. fanfare. <laughs> nice work. So every once in a while. All right. Listeners uh, had a couple come off the board. Michael said the Gophers would lose to the Hawkeyes again. This year. Negative, Michael. And then Tyler said this was back like further into the offseason. This is around like free agency time. That the Wolves starting five on opening night would feature two new starters compared to last year's starting five on opening night. So Mike Conley is new and starting compared to a year ago. And they've announced that Jaden McDaniels will not be active for this first game. So there will be a new starter in place of Jaden McDaniels for tonight. So I think Tyler is more thinking about a trade of Gobert or Towns or something. But this is this is how you backdoor a point and write that down. And then a rough week for the Dexter here said PJ Fleck would burn all of his timeouts before the two minute mark of the fourth quarter. I think he actually went, I think they, they rode the boat back home with two timeouts still in the boat. Pretty Floyd Floyd's first stop, the Fleck household. Yeah, it was weird. In Edina quote, he took it home. Did I see he made a comment about like having the ax in bed too? He slept, he and, and Heather slept with the axe the first time the Gophers got the axe back with him as coach. Mm. Now it's that to me could be dangerous. Like what Lit- if you like, like literally toss and turn at night? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Like I roll over a lot. Like, Although, like wouldn't an axe hurt? 
I, I'm, I'm a big body. Like I have a body pill that's bigger than me, I do. and I snuggle that thing like crazy. If you told me, if you just slipped in that axe and thought it was a body pillow, I probably wouldn't move. I'd probably be okay. Until you hug it too tightly, and next thing you know, there's blood coming out of your chest. I have so many questions that probably aren't even appropriate for this forum about sleeping with an axe, but uh, he did not He did not burn all of his timeouts. Phillies Rangers will meet in the World Series. You predicted this when both teams were up two games to none. And uh, the Phillies blew it. They blew it including two home games at the end of that series, too. Mm-hmm. Rockets crowds. How did they lose? It's baseball. Baseball yeah, Baseball's weird. And then I you guess. said the Wild would post a shutout between last week and this week's right that down. I feel like they gave up four goals and pretty much. They're not playing well defensively. Yeah, Fun game well last night, but they're not playing well defensively. So here, here's the question today. Is Mad Dog Russo going to, yeah. to retire? Because he said, I think on a show yesterday, mm-hmm. or no, two days ago, he said, if Arizona wins the series, I will retire. Yep. Really? Yep. Like, if they win the World Series, he's out? No, he's no, done? He said, if no. the Phillies, if, if, the, oh. if the Diamondbacks beat the Phillies, that's what it left. was. Yes, what? he said, it. there were two games left. I think it was before mm-hmm. game six. He said, mm-hmm. they're not going to win. He said, I didn't think that they'd get past Milwaukee. I certainly thought they wouldn't get past the Dodgers. If they win these next two games, I will retire. No way, dude. I hope and that's verbally binding because you you have to. It's like wrestling. You can't have a retirement match and then not go away for like at least well, six months. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they always come back. Like they there's always, always a way. Back. Prepare for Sports Pope, Sirius XM, Mike Francesa <laughs> taking over. So uh, on the season, Judd's batting 309 with a 278 average for the listeners now up in second place. How about that? Hold on listeners a second. have jumped up to second. I think this is a first. It hasn't happened in a long time. The listeners jumping up into second place. Nice work, listeners. And they're knocking on the door of, I mean, they're only 30 points behind you. Declan's at 274. I'm at 248. I now lead the league with seven home runs. You guys each have six. And the listeners have five home runs on the season. All time, Declan's still with a commanding career batting average lead at 362. Judd at 292. Listeners with 47 career home runs. So, all right, let's get Kyle in here. He's waited long enough our jibber jab here kyle making his debut on write that down how are you today sir doing well thank you what's your background as a minnesota sports fan what kind of got you hooked yeah it feels like a little bit of a, a write that down broken record at this point but the 98 vikings uh that's my that's my first big sports memory and the thing i remember most about that morning is i, I woke up sick and so I didn't end up going to church with my family like we normally would. So I, I just laid on the couch and watched pregame all morning. Oh, and I was just so full of purple Kool-Aid by the time that game showed up. I just knew we were going to the Super Bowl. And then I laid on the same couch and cried uh, for a while after we lost that game. So mm. great, great start to my fandom. Did you go to school the next day? Because I'm amazed now by, by the amount of people who have tweeted us after it was brought up a couple of weeks ago on the show about the guy who said, I took the next week off from school. Uh, I, I don't remember. I'm sure I did, but. They should have just not. given everyone the day off work in school on that Monday. You know, it's um, I, I'm just the other thing, too, is and I was like 12 or 13 years old, so I. I don't remember the full narrative, but I do remember just the Vikings were the absolute toast of the entire league. The Broncos were kind of lurking on the AFC side, 
But the absolute complete dismissal of the Atlanta Falcons going into that game, on like I remember that more vividly than anything because that's what set you up for the disappointment of how could you lose to this team? That was a 14-win Falcons team that won at the end of the regular season. They ripped off nine consecutive wins to end the regular season, and then they rattled off two straight playoff wins with the second one being against the Vikings. Like They literally hadn't lost a game since middle of October. And we were just like, ah, oh, it's garbage. They're garbage. Vikings are going to beat them 50 to 14, right? <laughs> there, there were two storylines regarding that Falcons team. One was the Dirty Bird, which was their dance after touchdowns. And the other was, if you guys recall, I think he, I think Dan Reeves, like the previous year or something, had had open heart surgery. Yeah. And, and he had had a heart scare. And so, like, they, the storyline was, you know, win, win one for Dan. This would be great for Dan. But that was all the only two storylines that I recall. The, the Vikings were so good and so dominant offensively that nobody really talked about the rest of the conference and damn near the rest of the league. Yeah. And meanwhile, the Falcons were literally rattling off like 41, 37, 39, 31, 28, 27, 24, 38. They were scoring almost as much as the Vikings were. But, you know, screw them. They got this backup quarterback, Chris Chandler guy, right? This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Anyways, we're going to start with Kyle. Over to Judd. Declan, back to me. We'll go around the room three times. Kyle, you are first out of the gate here. What is your first prediction? Write this down. All right. First one is a T-Wolves prediction. Uh, I'm a little high on the Wolves this year, uh, but I think their schedule early on has some tough games. I think we've got Boston in there. We've got Denver in there. Uh, and we won't have Jaden McDaniels right away, which I think is, is a big factor. And so uh, they have seven games over the next two weeks. Uh, and my first prediction is that they will have no more than four wins in their first seven games. Okay. Yep. I could see them starting kind of a little bit slow because of the schedule. We'll see what yep. happens. There's some some chemistry to be built up with some of the, the new role players here too. Write this down. No, Judd? Write this down. The Minnesota Timberwolves will join their next-door neighbor, the Twins, in ending their playoff series losing streak. Whoa. The, the, the Timberwolves this season will win at least one round in a playoff series. And this is not play-in round, right? This would be, Correct. A, this playoff will be a playoff round. series. I don't consider the play-in round to be a series. It's just a arbitrary game, one game. So, yes, the, the Timberwolves will win a at least – their first round series. How about that? That clarifies oh, the, it. The optimism coming from the sports dad here. Look at this. It's about time. It's not asking a lot. I, I mean, it is for the Timberwolves, but it doesn't feel like it should be. Yeah. All right, Dex. All right, I'm going to make a Rudy Gobert prediction, and this might sound a little confusing, but I, I just want to put it on the record here. So I'm going to say Rudy Gobert drops a double-double tonight against the Raptors, but the double-double will be at least of 25 or more. So, for example... On Underdog Fantasy right now, if I have friends at Underdog Fantasy, uh, it's 24 and a half with points and rebounds. Because like so he's going to get a double-double. Combined points and rebounds. He'll double-double and, so it's like a parlay. Yeah. 
it's so a double double because he's and... he's on he's on track to get a double double like it, that's almost a bunt but i will say the double double will be at least 25 between the points and the mm-hmm. rebound so however however it equals 25 at least it'll work so if he scores 10 points and grabs 15 rebounds it's a hit but if he Correct. scores one point and grabs 24 rebounds it's not a hit right just that's the prediction it's double double and over 25 correct correct okay. I'm going to make a Timberwolves prediction, too, because they play tonight. Let's go. Write this down. Flagrant Howls, by the way. Apple, Spotify, Score North YouTube channel. Multiple episodes a week. So uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays with some leeway, depending on if we want to react to a game or something with uh, Kyle Tige and myself. And then you guys will join for some bonus episodes throughout the weeks, too. So we're super pumped about Flagrant Howls. Write it down. The Timberwolves will make it to at least the semifinals of the NBA in-season tournament. I think the Wolves are going to care more than most teams. The Lakers are playing LeBron James like 29 minutes a night. The Nuggets just won a championship. The Warriors aren't going to really be fully engaged or weave Chris Paul into the chemistry until, you know, January, February. I think the Wolves are going to have more to prove early in the season, and they will make a run to this at least the semifinals of the NBA in-season tournament. Write this down. All right, back to Kyle for your second prediction. Vikings prediction here. So I'm torn about what I want for the Vikings this season. I was out on the year thinking we were going to lose a bunch of games. And then Monday, of course, was a very impressive win. But we're still going to be without JJ for a while. And unfortunately, I think this team is still prone to shoot themselves in the foot. So my second prediction is that the Vikings will go exactly two and two over their next four games. Okay. I mean, they'd still they'd still be like in playoff position. By the way, if that happened, I'd be disappointed though. Have a losing record. I just you know I, I don't think they're going to rip off a bunch of games here. I think that they're still a little too mistake prone to to fully dig themselves out of the hole. I feel like you just laid out though the absolute worst scenario where hey they Which got back into do, it. Right? Yeah. yeah, they get back into it. They're feisty. Hey, we're not trading now. We're going for it. And then they stumble. They go two and two. And now it's like eight or nine wins. They well, didn't make any meaningful trades. And yeah, that's and to your point. Vikings. So so I'm sure fans are are like, what are you talking about? They play great and, and they did play well. But to your point, what concerns me is this, too. The reality of that, even though it was at home, that San Francisco game, they had nothing to lose as far as pressure. Like the pressure was all on San Francisco. They're favored on the road. They're the great NFC team. And the Vikings sort of did come out like, okay, we'll show you. Okay, well, now it's going to sort of turn around, right? Like they go to Green Bay now, and I think we're all like, okay, the Vikings can win. So how do they handle that pressure when it comes back on them where, where there's an expectation? That's what I'm curious to see. Yeah. Yep, that's definitely a factor here for Break sure. This down. And, okay. and yes, that does involve Kirk, folks. So if you want to get mad at me, you can. That's at Jay Zolgad on Twitter yeah. if you want to send yeah. uh, hate hater. tweets from your anonymous hater. I, sh- I should get a bib that just says hater. We all should, actually. Okay, Jeb, what's your second prediction? All right, I am going to um, I'm going to pivot to the Gopher football bandwagon. Pivot! Pivot! The, pivot! The, the Gophers football team will beat Michigan State and Illinois in their next two games. Wow. If I'm not mistaken, they're both home games. Look at the if Kool-Aid. Michigan the State's Kool-Aid. a Let's go. Michigan State's a mess. Michigan State can't even they can't even run their own scoreboard right now without screwing up. Look at this guy. This guy goes down to Iowa. 
Illinois. Goes down to Iowa for, 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 one, for one Saturday, and he comes on the show the next day with his gopher, new Gophers hoodie. I'm He's the good predicting a winning streak here. Great. Guess what? The Zolgans Sleep the with the axe. Let's go. Sleep with, Sleep with the axe. You know what? I don't want to talk about this a lot, but let's just say that, that there is an invite Friday night. Dinner at the Flex. Phil, did you see my text in our text this weekend of the screenshot from one of my good friends from high school? Was like, I am ninety five percent sure I just saw Judd Zolgad walk out of a casino yeah. in Waterloo, Iowa. And I was. That was I, Judd. I saw him. Yeah, <laughs> he, he stopped me. Yeah. He stopped me. It's like I'm Declan's friend. I'm like, what, well, dude? What's up? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I actually went to the sports book there and watched games. I, I'm not a I'm not really a big gambler. I was gonna say that's why I was confused. I was like, you know, he's not a gambler. Dawn likes to play the slots and stuff. Oh, okay. And so she likes that a lot. I don't. And but but the sports book, which I mean, it's not huge, but it's still got a bunch of t- TVs, and I can direct the guys of what games to turn on. So. <laughs> What are you just sitting there? You just they're yelling directions in your seat. They're not. Hey, they're I'm not, not a big gambler. Hey, no, can you put no. on hurricanes and Oilers up there? I go. I go up to the. I go up to the guy. Um, let's let's just let's just say that their their TV selection is not nearly on point. Again, this is why I should be. If I ran a casino, I would hire me uh. as as a second job to run. TVs. You'd hold a press conference for to announce your next hiring, and then you because would because I'll off find the, podium, the games. Come back with a new hat on, but I'm not a but I'm not a derelict. <laughs> so I'll run the games for you. Like the, you, they need to improve their television. In the interview process, Judd presents a, a problem of all right, it's Pacers and Bulls, or it's Flyers and Flames. Yeah. What do you pick? And then Judd has a right adventure. answer or a wrong answer. <laughs> oh no! Here's what I would do. The first thing. I would blow out the wall more, more TVs. Yeah, you can never, you can never have got, too few TVs. I think they've world. got like 15 TVs. I'd go know. up, I'd try to go 30. Because you need, like the key games have to be on different parts of the wall too, right? It's not 15 100%. TVs, 15 different games. 100%. Anyway, if sports betting ever comes here, folks, at Jay Zolgad on Twitter, Another one. please run my TVs. I will do that for you for a price. What an offer. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, back to Declan. All right, uh, second prediction from me. I'll make a wild one here. Wild. So the Wild only play, they have like a next week, they don't play Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, but they still have three games between now and next week's. So write that down. And Kirill Kaprizov has gotten a lot of apples, but only just a few goals on the season. And he's done this now for the, like the fourth time. I think this is the fourth season, third season of Kirill Kaprizov, where he gets mm-hmm. off to slow starts offensively, but then he picks things up. So write it down. Kirill Kaprizov will score at least three goals between now and next week's. So write that down. Ooh, all right. Light the lamp. Let's so go. many good down. chances you like last night. Things down? Mm-hmm. Second period. It's unbelievable. Write this down. Kevin Garnett will show up to a Timberwolves game in the regular season. Okay. He will He's show up. I don't remember. I don't think he did last year. He no, showed up a couple, like years, a couple ago. years ago, right? Like a Spurs game to see Kevin. Yeah. So KG will show up to a game, a Timberwolves game, in the regular season. Write it down. Off the record, I could see them probably Alex Rodriguez kind of spearheading, and I've heard that they've had some conversations with one of those like retro uniform nights or something, because that was the uniform, and that was the logo when KG was drafted back in whatever it was, 1995. Or maybe it's the day after the sale gets finalized in March or whatever, and KG's (laughs) sitting in Glenn's seat. Just a quick question. Does this come with any insighting done? 
which it can. Oh, no, it does not. Okay. Like your logo prediction, which clearly... I mean, uh, you know, I'm always uh, plugged Would into the wiring to... of things. Okay. Yeah. So I'm always, I'm always hearing things. I just like to know but... if we're, if, if we're subject to, to the fact that you have moles. I have moles, both. I know you do. Uh, inside the Timberwolves. And uh, actually, I've got one kind of like right here on the side of my. Get those checked. Too. Yeah. Get those checked. My mom was always very good. Write it down. You like writing things down. <laughs> this show is completely off the rails. It can be cancer, dude. Apologize. Skin so, cancer. There's a PSA for skin cancer. My mother was very concerned. God rest her soul. I am due to go to a dermatologist. You're supposed to go good. every year. I'm glad now. to hear that. I'm concerned about you. Kyle, what's your third and final prediction? Third and final prediction, uh, twins prediction. So I think it's going to be a very interesting off season. Uh, a lot of decisions to be made. I think the, the whole Bally's money is a real factor here. And so putting those pieces together, uh, third prediction is that between Sonny Gray, Jorge Polanco, and Max Kepler, only one of those three players will be on the twins opening day roster in 2024. Okay. Like Which this. one uh, would you want back the most? Sonny Gray. Yeah. I'm fine moving on from Polanco and Kepler. I mean, they're, they're fun, but at the same time, it's the classic Minnesota. We like those guys. Like, I, I think I'm, I'm yeah. ready to, to move on. We've got young talent in the infield. We've got corner outfielders are easy to find. Kepler's postseason record again, nice dude, but he's just not the guy uh, with where we want to go. And now that we finally broken through, I think there's some expectations for this team. And so, uh, we need guys who are going to perform in October. He's like six for forty something in the postseason, six to which I know that or something like that. Yeah, there's a small sample size crowd. It's a small sample size, and I guess my question back would be: Would you like to see a larger sample size of it, or are you good? Because he's thirty years old. I would just rather yep. see somebody else. Yeah, so we're good. Kyle, thanks for coming on here. Since you've got this life changing platform, is there anyone you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment on Write That Down? I do got to thank my wife. Uh, She knows it isn't easy being a Minnesota sports fan. Uh, And even though she likes to poke fun at me for the incessant disappointment, uh, I still love her. And I think in in a twist too, I think my wife is grateful that I'm a Vikings fan because uh, I fold all the laundry on Sundays uh, while watching the Vikings and other games. So I try to multitask the Vikings like, games. Honey, you've been bit. folding laundry for like seven hours right now. Are you, are you yeah, okay? How much laundry do you have? Scott Hansen's kind of pacing myself, right? Yeah. <laughs> Scott Hansen's got the quad box, honey. Be quiet. <laughs> awesome, man. Kyle, great uh, stuff. Thanks for coming on here and making your predictions. Good luck. And we'll, we'll get you on again sometime. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. Before we do our final lap around the room here, a shout-out to our friends over at Finch Home Solutions. Cody Finch came on the football Purple Daily version to write that down and made some very long touchdown pass attempts. He, uh, he, yes, yes, he did. He absolutely loves the, the Vikings, and he loves making sure that any electrical issues in your home are fixed. It's the two Fs, football and Finch, and Finch Home Solutions are the professionals when it comes to any electrical issues that you might need taking care of, anything from installing an outlet, something that small, to rewiring your entire house, to checking the wiring to make sure that you and your family are safe. Finch Home Solutions has you covered. They're going to do a great job, fast, efficient, courteous, all of those good things. And they're going to give you uh, the straight answer on what needs to be done. And right now there's an offer on the table. 
Finch Friends and Family Plan. One free electrical inspection a year in your home. No dispatching fee. You go to the top of that dispatching list uh, when you do call and a 10% discount on all work performed in your home. Only $9.95 a month. Give them a call, 612-357-2604. Or visit the website, The New Design. It makes it very easy to navigate and actually put in for a home call. FinchHomeSolutions.com. FinchHomeSolutions.com. Also, we have a cool wing of our website uh, to deck out your man cave, gift ideas, merchandise, and memorabilia. Scornorth.com slash shop. You can click on collectibles. So, for instance, right now, there is a Matt Boldy autographed custom jersey, courtesy of our friends at Universal Sports Auctions. Uh, all these are buy it now items, by the way. Check out the shop. See if there's any gift ideas that spark your interest. Think about your basement, your man cave, relatives, holiday season coming up. And uh, and check it out at scornorth.com slash shop. Click on collectibles. And uh, if you use the promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R, you get 10% off everything site-wide at checkout. So check it out and let us know what you think. Okay, back over to Judd for your third and final prediction here of the week. Okay, despite the overall lack of interest in this upcoming World Series that I sense, I'm going to make a World Series prediction, and it's going to involve a term I hate, old friend. An old friend. Good to see an old friend do this or that. Just absolutely stupid. But... Mitch Garver will hit at least two home runs in the World Series for the Rangers against the Snakes. Mitch Garver, in a World Series, congratulations, will hit at least two home runs. He is uh, not catching much because Jonah Heim actually is really good behind the plate for the Rangers, mm-hmm. but he is DHing. So that is my right final write that down. Did you guys see who made the final out of that game last night? I did. Um, Old friend. I just... I watched it. I watched this for the, the OJ Cave. Couldn't believe that that dude was hitting with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning. Jake Cave. They gave him like 300 at bats in the regular season. He batted 212 with a 260 on base, like just classic. And there he is. Seasons on the line. Game seven. First ever game seven in Philly's history. Crowds going crazy. Got to get someone on base. And Jake Cave comes walking out. And the only person who who's like. Watching that game and thinking, yeah, great decision is Rocco Baldelli. Wow. <laughs> or maybe the front office. I don't yeah, know. That some, was, somebody was within that franchise was like, yeah, this is great. Jake Cave's yeah. getting what he deserves. Do you think that's what sabotaged Thad Levine's interview with the Red Sox? Everything was going great for like four hours. And he's like, okay, so here's a few, a few names on the list of guys I think we could look to acquire to make this team better. Uh, there's a great fourth outfielder. His name is Jake Cave. <laughs> Thad, uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll, we'll pick up yours right there. Yep. All right, back over to Declan. Write this down. I write this down. I'll make a Twins um, hot stove prediction, if you will. So Tyler Glasnow's name has popped up potentially on trade uh, a, a trade candidates for the Rays. He's due to make 25 mil uh, this year. And, and let's be honest, the Rays aren't paying him the 25 mil, at least not the full freight. They don't pay anyone $25 million to play for them. So write this down. The Twins will have reported interest in Tyler Glasnow. That's why I'm going to quantify this. Reported interest as an MLB insider of such will report, or a Twins beat writer, whoever, will report that the Twins have reported interest in Tyler Glasnow. And so we usually, it's kind of subjective, but we usually say a credible report, right? Yes. And we can can decide or Mm -hmm. use lawyer Chase if we need. Rosenthal. Rosenthal. Yeah. Okay. 
But if it's uh, like, you know, MLB rumors with three Z's on Twitter, yeah. Yeah. that probably doesn't fall into the That is event. correct. Write this down. Okay, write this down. Carl Anthony Towns will no longer be a Timberwolf on opening day of 2024. I'm going to put one out there long-term here. So one year from now, opening day of 2024 for the Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns will no longer be on the team. All right. I have heard that they did on the down low, like more than maybe was thought that they did have some conversations with some other teams, but Mm -hmm. you know, him coming off the injury and, there's just too much uncertainty with with him. There wasn't they weren't getting like dollar for dollar value on on a trade. Right. So they they decided probably best to keep him. But right. it definitely was a conversation. It was a conversation this summer. So we'll see. They got to make a move to avoid the second apron. Kyle and I kind of went into the weeds on like, hey, Jade McDaniel's is locked in. What does this mean a year from now? They're going to pay luxury tax. First apron for sure. I don't think they want to pay second apron and it's less about like you have to pay a lot of money, but it's also all the restrictions and roster building and things that handcuff you. So they'll have, but now they have a full year to figure it out. It'll become more obvious in like six months from now what they should do. So we'll see. See if Quiet Carl is a different player as opposed to verbose Quiet Carl. Carl. Quiet Carl. If Quiet, Quiet Carl, Carl wants to go out there and average about 20, 24 yes. and 11 and launch 40% from three, that'd be you great. You know what? Ant can do the talking, both with his play and his mouth. More a, than a free capable. pub for uh for Jake Rafts. That should be the next Jake Rafts t shirt. Is quiet, quiet Carl. Quiet Carl. Quiet Carl. Mm-hmm. Head down, Ign- ignoring eye contact in press conferences. That's fine though. So Wolf start tonight. Flagrant Howls. We got Flagrant Howls. We got Judd's Hockey Show. We got the Scorner Twin Show. Hot Stove editions throughout the offseason. Of course, Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, and then uh, all the other shenanigans here on the Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd podcast feed. So thank you guys for hanging out with us here. Uh, and uh, helping us through these uh, largely terrible predictions. And we will see you guys for a Reckless Speculation Thursday tomorrow.